Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. Jeff, 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 Jeff. Jeff Steins, our national and presidential expert, noted author. Find his books fantastic for your late New Year's Eve giving uh, over at your favorite book retailer and totallyiowa.com. The Iowa Business Report, the Iowa Politics Report. Come to us from KXEL, Cedar Falls, Waterloo, where he is joining us right now on WCPT 820 Chicago's Progressive Talk and AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Hi, Jeff. You know, I almost forgot to come into the studio today. Why? Until until I consulted my AM950 calendar and yeah. I saw that we were scheduled for today. And so here I am. And by the way, if you're in Chicago, you want you need a calendar, have I got a hoot for you. Go over to am950radio.com. You can find out how you can get as a thank you uh, for sponsoring AM950 Radio. You can find out how you can get that calendar. So, uh, and given the fact, by the way, uh-huh. I'm going to promote the calendar. When I follow you on the socials, yes, I swear there are no photos posted unless you're in them. You are like the king of Twin Cities selfies. Oh, yeah. The calendar <laughs> is completely devoid. There's one <sighs> photo of you on the credits page. Yeah, my mugshot, yeah. That, other than that, thank God, we have beautiful photos that you have taken or stolen from others. No, they're the mine. Is- Those are my photos. I took them. Thank you very much. Okay, you're not bullying. He's not buying it. No, I did. I actually took these photos. I, I believe you did. But again, you're the king of selfie on social media. This is the more restrained version of Matt McNeil yeah. on the calendar. And by and the way, where can I get one of these? Where can I get another one of these? Am950radio.com. By the way, oh, yeah. I, and 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 guilty as charged. I'm the only one posting selfies on social media anywhere. <laughs> All right. That's it. That's it's it. only you. That's it. You and 14-year-old girls. That's Jeez. Okay. No. All right. We're done. Uh, Nikki Haley has now... Is, is, Speaking of, uh, is that where you were No, going? I was not going to do that. Uh, Nikki right. Haley, uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's clear that Trump is now concerned about her. I mean, you know, Meatball Ron is, is heading back to Florida. And, you know, Christy and uh, Vivek are not going to do anything here Wait, but meatball ron it still is, is the best helpful? it's still How the best that? nickname he you know i he you know every once in a while the blind pig finds a truffle and you know i'm going to just say meatball ron it just it matched desantis perfectly anyway oh boy is desantis in the studio with you why are you embarrassed no, for friday him? he'll be here friday will be, will not be? today can you get him to sign something for me saying meatball ron it'd be fantastic I, insta, instant value. Really what you want is for me to have him do a liner for the show without really realizing what he's doing. That's what you really want. This is Meatball Ron for the Matt McNeil Show. Ah, I like my boots high. Yeah, and yeah, we can do all sorts of things with him. Uh, he's not really a, a threat to Trump at this point. I mean, his, his, I mean the, the stories of the last week since we t- actually since we talked on friday friday yeah, yeah. <laughs> his his campaign is just it, it's he's losing staff the money is just drying up he's horribly spent it he's not going to be there nikki haley though you know she had that unforced error the epitome of an unforced error in new hampshire with that the question of course the civil war was slavery okay right. mm-hmm. but 
you know, she is starting to resonate. And I don't think it's too much of a surprise. On the Republican side, you do have 30 to 35 percent of the party who's not happy with Trump, kind of the old traditional moderate Republicans who still are loyal to the party would desperately like to have someone else. And, you know, Nikki Haley does have the governorship. She was a U.N. ambassador, so she has a little bit of resume. She's she's done better than a lot of these other people, but now Trump is laying into her, and it's getting kind of ugly. Well, that is how you can tell that she was gaining steam. Yeah. First DeSantis, now Trump. The anti-Trump money shifted from DeSantis to Haley. And that's why I cannot look at my radio station's commercial log without seeing either an ad from the Nikki Haley campaign or her PAC, Stand for America. Uh, There's some Trump spending, there's some Ryan Binkley spending, but no DeSantis spending. No uh, never-back-down PAC spending. And that is different than early in the race. And so it tells you that they've got some significant issues. Why are you smirking? People, I'm watching him through this, uh, you know, you know, this this tin cup. And well, I'm remembering actually what what it is is I'm remembering if okay, if you're in Chicago, you have no idea. I'm in Minneapolis, we have no idea. You don't understand what commercial breaks on a radio station are like in Iowa leading up to 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 the big event. And when you sit there and you say. You're, the, the the commercial breaks are lo- loaded. It is insanity. I mean, it's the amount of money that is spent on advertising in the state of Iowa is over the top. Well, here's just an example, and I just glanced over at the, s- the screen in my studio. 13 minutes of commercial time on my station in the 6 o'clock hour. Two Donald Trump 60-second spots, a Ryan Binkley spot, a Nikki Haley spot, and a pack that is for clean energy wanting us to call U.S. Senators. So when you get a third of your commercial time tied up in this, I mean, it's gone the evening of January 15th, mind mm. you. And again, we have to charge the lowest rate on the card, so we're not getting rich off oh, of it. Oh, boo-hoo. But, <laughs> yeah, I know. Something's better than nothing. I'm, I'm not, I'm just saying before everybody says, you know, oh, you're making, you're making big bank. Now there's a limit, but yes, I'd rather have it than not. But it, and you can't just run these back to back to back, although it is tempting. Right. You mm. try to separate the spots. It's the same thing. You don't have two car dealers next to one another, uh, typically on a radio or TV schedule. No, it is just complete saturation to where, to some degree, it's noise. And the only thing is, Ramaswamy pulled his TV money. He yeah. wasn't really doing any radio money. Uh, DeSantis is off radio doing very little TV. That's all because of finances. That's not because they think it's good strategy. Look, we're all sick of the ads. Nobody's paying attention. But do you want to be the candidate who decides to save the money just in case somebody pays attention? I mean, you you can't risk it. Is Nikki Haley going to pull? I mean, I mean, what would be a a really good response for her? I mean, there's going to be some attrition, I think, from like Christie and stuff like this to go to her. uh, But will it be more than, say, 10 points in Iowa? Okay, well, Christie is really not a factor in Iowa because he's not shown up at all. There's no campaign office. He isn't trying. He may still get 5%, but keep in mind, nobody has won in Iowa with more than 46% in a contested caucus ever. The winner has only topped 40% twice. So this is always kind of a cluster of candidates together. Trump could, could hit 50. I still think it's more like 47 The real story out of Iowa, there are two. One, does Haley finish second? 
I think that's entirely possible. She was ahead of DeSantis a couple of months ago. They've been in a statistical dead heat since. If she beats DeSantis in Iowa, she's already well ahead of DeSantis in New Hampshire. I don't know where he goes, right? Because if Governor DeSantis finishes third in a state where he's been spending so much time getting so many endorsements, Haley's ahead of him in New Hampshire, then the next stop is her home state. It's not looking good for him. No. And if the other story to me is if Ramaswamy tops 10%, if he does not get 10%, I don't know where he goes mm-hmm. uh, at this point. But those are the things I'm watching for. Does Trump hit 50? Does Haley finish second? And does Ramaswamy crack uh, double digits? We should know. We, we did a TV program with the head of the Republican Party of Iowa today, and he promises nothing, but he's hoping there will be results on caucus night, but it probably won't be until 10 or 10.30 at night. The, you, the Trump fans are not going to switch. They're just not. I mean, I, no, I, don't, I just, no, I don't, no. so, I mean, isn't, I mean, to a point, isn't this all futile? I mean, because, okay, so what's the best mm-hmm. response you're going to get? I mean, Trump is going to, especially as we get further and further down the roads, and DeSantis is gone. I mean, DeSantis' votes are more than likely going to go back to Trump. Vivek's are going to go back to Trump, you know. And and so, I mean, he's going to start knocking off every one of these states at 60, 65 percent, not because that Nikki Haley is not running good campaign, but just – that, that you're never going to dig that tick out. I mean, the, the, the Trump fans love Trump, and there's just no thought of going against anyone but him. You may have to explain that reference to Chicago listeners. Dig that tick out. That's that's more of a I go hiking on weekends kind of thing, and I, I'm not sure they do that on Lakeshore Drive. But the point that you were making is this is expectation. They do, by the way. They do. It's a lovely city. There's tons of walking down there. I'm going to take, sure. take some selfies. I'm going, to take, I'm going to go down there in April. I'm going to take some selfies and show you all the fun you things you are. And I'm going to find a ticket in the Chicago metro area and, and see if it can be a reliever for the Cubs. So <laughs> there's there's absolutely nothing wrong with Chicago. I just did not think it was tick infested uh, uh, like some of the woods of, of Minnesota or the back half of my property in Iowa. All right. Here's the thing. You know, po- uh, polling has shown Trump above 50 percent. Now we're at the expectation game. Yeah. If he does not finish above 50%, do people say, oh, see, it's slipping? No, because nobody's ever gotten 50%. I mean, if he scores in the high 40s, you know, that's huge. But, but to your point about his supporters are not leaving, we have seen that they were uh, convinced that he was the one, and their number, the percentage of Trump supporters that said they might consider somebody else has been very low from the start. Haley and DeSantis, they had some support, but a lot of their supporters said they could flip. They're now crystallizing, consolidating the support. That's what always happens this close to a caucus. But it's going to be turnout. And I would argue that the establishment Republicans are not Trump people unless they think it can do them some good. But when it's private, they would just as soon have somebody they might be able to control. Those people are used to showing up at a caucus at a designated time on a Monday night. And those are the people who are for Haley or for DeSantis, lesser extent Ramaswamy. A lot of the Trump supporters are either independents or they're folks who are not highly political. They'll go vote, but they may not caucus. And that's why he is just blanketing Trump, I'm talking about, is blanketing the state saying, you got to show up at the caucus. We got to swamp them because he does not want 
his supporters who are happy to vote but may not feel comfortable in a partisan caucus, he needs those people to show up so that the poll numbers translate to the actual outcome. Well, and he also needs to, you know, he's got a busy schedule coming up with court dates. And and, and, and no joke, he, he, the last thing he needs to be doing is jumping on planes and running to one state, jumping on a trip plane, getting back for a court date. I mean, he just, he's got to wrap this up quickly so that he can just send surrogates to all these states and be done with it. Well, it's like a Kobe Bryant thing. You remember when he was on trial for sexual assault in Colorado? He would fly back, play in a game. The next day, he'd go to the trial. I mean, it was just an absolute circus at one, one point. And you're seeing a lot of surrogates uh, coming out for Trump now, in addition to the stops he's making because the court schedule is relatively light at the moment. Well, I'm not going to talk about Minnesota coming up here in the next hour. But all right. So, uh, by the way, quick, quick side note I wanted to ask you about. Trump mm-hmm. seems to be changing his strategy now in regards to the January 6th trial. Uh, he has come on out and it's, it sounds like he's, he's shared on social media posts that he claims he tried to activate the insurrection act during the January 6th riot on the Capitol building, which may signal a change in direction. Uh, the axe is, is used in extreme situations. Now, this is a very big change for him. Because he has basically said they didn't do anything wrong. They were they were innocent. I stand by them. You know, spoke to him like, you know, a girlfriend at the end of it. Like, Go home. You're, it's over. You know, that sort of thing. Now he's trying to say, and his, his argument is that Liz Cheney destroyed the evidence that he tried to do this, which I don't know how that's going to go. But he's, I mean, I think we're seeing him realize he doesn't really have a lot of defensive options here. So now he's trying to paint himself out. Oh, no, I was trying to call the military out. I was trying to to stop this myself. First of all, I understand Chicago loves your Trump impression just Hello. as much as, <laughs> as uh, Minnesota does. Uh, it's a it, it solidifies him with his base to say, I did this, but Liz Cheney destroyed the evidence because they'll believe anything bad about Liz Cheney. Yeah, But that's the trick on the whole thing. You go ahead and reinvent history all you want. Just show us. But then you run the risk of, were you telling a tale then or are you telling a tale now? And which one, which Trump can we believe at a given moment? Well, and you also, you have to bring the evidence into court. We learned this on these, all these challenges they made to these, that you got to bring the evidence. And if you don't have evidence that Liz Cheney destroyed something, you know, you can't just do that and think you're going to win a court case. Uh, i tell you what, let's take a break. Come on back. I want to get back into once again. The abortion issue is not going away, and the Republicans are going to have a nightmare with this, I think, coming up in this next election. Jeff Stein joining us for his usual Wednesday visit, 952-946-6205. Take a break. Come on back. It's the Matt McNeil Show. It's the Matt McNeil Show. Jeff Stein joining us for his usual Wednesday visit. So, Jeff, uh, okay. Are you sure this isn't Total Request Live and you're not Carson Daly? When I was hearing the rejoin music, I got confused. You just dated yourself horribly. Carson Daly. (laughs) Hey, it's Wolfman Jack. Those hip kids love Wolfman Jack. You're, you're right with me there, friend. (laughs) I am. Uh, Mm. (laughs) um, Okay, so... There seems to be here. 
here is the problem the Republicans have come into, because I, I've kind of figured this out with this new story, which is the Biden administration cannot use the 1986 emergency care law to require doctors in Texas hospitals to provide abortions for women whose lives are at risk due to the pregnancy. This is a federal appeals court said on Tuesday. It's one of the numerous cases involving abortion restrictions. So basically, the 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 uh, I think that's the Fifth Circuit down there has come on out and said, no, you cannot use this you know it, they they have the, the state basically doesn't want to have any exceptions they don't want to have any exceptions the republican party has enabled these anti-abortion groups to the point where they seem to be fairly comfortable not with necessarily a nationwide abortion ban but they're really trying to ensconce within these states where there are pretty you know strict restrictions already even more strict restrictions. You can't even save the life of the woman who is who is pregnant, who could die from that that childbirth. Is is those groups? I mean, those are the people that are bringing these lawsuits. The court system is still set up because it's been so you know loaded with Republican justices for so long. You you're, you're going to kind of get this, especially with the guidance from the Supreme Court from the ruling. I, I, you know, I, I, if I'm the Republicans, I'm going to these groups and saying, you know, I get it. You want really to, to do this, but you guys, the fastest way to make sure we're never going to get back into power again is to keep challenging these things in court. For 50 years, 49 years, technically, Republicans ran on in order to receive money, everything else. Yep. Got to get rid of Roe versus Wade. Okay. That meant states' rights. If you're going to have states' rights, then you could have 50 different results, 50 different laws, 50 different policies, 50 different everything. And that's fine, but there may be consequences to it. Plus, in the abstract, it's fine. The devil is always in the details. I mean, on any issue I'm talking about. And so it's great to campaign or fundraise saying we need to protect uh, the innocent unborns until you try to codify that after a half century, three generations of Americans living where it was, according to the U.S. Constitution, a right. And this is the thing that I think was there was a miscalculation on. We've talked about it before. The fact that when you look at the percentage of the American population that is older than age 50, a majority of Americans don't know a time before Roe versus Wade. Mm -hmm. And so you have, you know, it's one thing if I look at longitudinally, I say, well, look at this hundred year history. Doesn't matter. We only know what we know in our lifetimes. And when a majority of the population all of a sudden had everything change one day, that has ramifications. And again, you can be the party of life, but you're going to be the minority party mm -hmm. of life, to it, your point. Especially when you get such you know, kind of, you know, insane restrictions. You can't even save the woman's life. That, that is, that's kind of one of those things. You know, it, what's, what's interesting is, you, you know, you, you, as you get this and you get, the, you know, this, this, these, these laws that are there, it, I, I just don't know how they get away from this. I saw a poll earlier in December, something like 92% of independent voters said they will traditionally break with Democrats when it comes to abortion issues, which is, toxic beyond toxic 
in any kind of election cycle. I mean, and there were other issues and they broke in other ways. But, I mean, it depends on what's the biggest issue. And every day they have another one of these court cases or another kind of these rulings, it prevents that issue. What Republicans desperately want to do is push it to the back burner. Let's only talk about the southern border. But the reality is their own groups keep bringing these issues up and maintaining abortion as a top issue in an election these season. You have to be able to walk and chew gum at the same time. You have to be able to discuss multiple issues. There are very few single-issue voters remaining. Mm -hmm. But if there is an issue on both sides where that single issue may prevail, it is abortion. And the, the problem that we've had over time is that moderates or independents have typically said they are socially liberal and fiscally conservative. And depending on what's the most important point in time, they lean left or lean right. Yep. Well, when the Republican Party is spending at a clip, starting during the Trump years and continuing, spending at a clip more than any Democrat ever did, you can hardly say that's the fiscally conservative side. Mm -hmm. And so when you have to decide as an independent, you lean toward the socially moderate or liberal side. And because, again, the other side doesn't have what you're looking for, so you go with the social issue. And so that's a pivotal one in this campaign. And I think it's always harder, and I'm not trying to give advice to Republicans, but it's always harder to convince somebody an issue that doesn't affect them directly is a more important issue than one that does. And and when you're looking at, as you talk about these generations of women who have had this right You've taken a right away from them. You can scream about the border all you like. The reality is, is that, you know, a, a, a right being taken away from them, their perception of a right being taken away from them is going to offset any other fire alarm you try to pull. Well, and if you want to get young people fired up to vote, think about an issue that affects them directly. Does the southern border? Well, yeah, but not yeah. as much as the right to have an abortion the right to terminate uh, a life for whatever reason. And so, again, if there's any issue that's going to mo mobilize a class of people, it's going to typically be the younger voters who typically are not involved and who typically do not show up in polls as a result. And that's why things have been so contrary to polls in these elections in the last year and a half. And they don't and they still don't answer those polls and they don't. And it's no. interesting as more Trump goes out there with his dictator 101. You know, it's it's going to be harder and harder for Republicans to be able to campaign against that, saying, "Well, he was just kidding about restricting, right, you know, freedom of speech and stuff like that." So, can you get credit at PragerU for Dictator One Hundred One? Oh, I'm just yeah, it's, it's it's <laughs> PragerU, nice. All right, Jeff just asking for a friend, <laughs> Jeff Stein. Uh, I'll post the <laughs> Iowa politics report next uh, coming up later on. Hour two up next.